Good morning. Welcome. This is episode 6, Real Talk, podcast numero 6. Uh, what's happening? What's going on? Today is a little weather update for you. It is cloudy. It is grey. It is a little bit colder than I'd like. We're weighing in at 10 degrees Celsius. A little bit chilly for the end of July. But that is, of course... Scotland and Edinburgh. So, what's the latest scoop? A um, few different things of interest. Um, I guess I could start off with my difficulties uh, getting out of, of bed this morning. Now, every morning I face a psychological battle, and that is. Do I forfeit aspects of my usual morning routine in order to catch a few extra Z's, potential Z's, not always guaranteed, or do I, you know, practice diligently and rise to the occasion and get up and not be in a rush and have enough time to do my usual bits and pieces? That's a choice that I have to make every morning. And... You know, for the most part, I'm quite consistent. But this morning, I just decided, you know what? F this. I want extra Z's. And of course then, inevitably, when I tried to catch the few extra Z's, I just kept thinking about, oh man, you know, these extra Z's that I could potentially catch, you know, could be better spent uh, getting up, getting my breakfast together and all that kind of stuff. So it just ended up that I uh, lay there, lay there in bed, and I was quite relaxing and uh, chilled. Uh, but I just ended up in a big rush, and luckily for me, I did not get a parking ticket when I left 20 minutes late, and now I'm going to be late for work, which uh, doesn't concern me that much. But uh, how and ever, almost ran into the back of a gentleman driving in front in a blue van so thank goodness for that uh, what else is new in the world of in world news what's new don't know you know I find world news is it can be quite addictive where you'll find a, an interesting story and then you'll just follow the shit out of it like I mean I remember uh, initially when when Julian Assange and the WikiLeaks thing, uh, you know, dropped, and it was a whirlwind of uh, fascination, even the Edward Snowden case as well, and uh, they were just—it was just fascinating, uh, sort of Hollywood movie type storyline. But now he's been in the Ecuadorian embassy in uh, London for what, is it like two years? He's just in there on his little treadmill and he's got like a, a UV lamp to simulate the sun like he may as well be in prison and God God only knows how that's going for him like just what a bizarre lifestyle but yeah it was just a, an example I guess of you know one of these news stories that catches your attention and then I, I kind of check in on it quite frequently 
and then before you know it then uh, I, I've moved on and whatever I haven't checked in on Julian Assange in months uh, I'm sure there's not uh, much in terms of an update but uh, there you go so shout out to Jules respect um, what else world news any other big stories that caught my caught my eye not really that I can think of now but yeah my point is um, a lot of world news is kind of quite sad and depressing so uh, I do like to shield myself from it like some sort of a baby and stay away from the bad news and just kind of live in my own little bubble of positive energy and uh, it serves me quite well until uh, until I get into a general knowledge discussion with a news dork and then I'm usually uh, usually quite basic on the news front but maybe I'll check when I go in uh, this morning it would be an interesting job to be a news reader just for the sake of having those kind of you know those initial catchphrases good evening the headlines to no you'd have to introduce yourself good evening I'm James O'Reilly and these are the headlines tonight. Then, it would, then you'd have to have some sort of a jingle. And then, some, then following on with uh, some sort of. But you'd have to, you have to read, in a, you have to read the news items in a very specific news voice. And then, depending on the integrity of the news, uh, your tone changes and your demeanor would change. Uh, I don't really know what would be a good example. What would be a, a newsworthy story? I guess it could be uh, some sort of scandalous uh, activity with uh, the bridge project. Like, good evening, I'm James O'Reilly, and these are the headlines tonight. Scottish Parliament. Oh, felt that one. That one took a, a sharp nosedive there. Scottish Parliament. I got two words in, and then face planted. Uh, okay, take two. Good evening, this is, I'm, fucking hell. Right, take three. Good evening, I'm James O'Reilly, and this is the news. No, of course it's the news, I meant that. <laughs> it's actually quite difficult. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, take four, here we go. I'm definitely not doing myself any favors for a career in news reading, but. Good evening, I'm James O'Reilly, and the headlines tonight. Scottish Parliament made a recent decision that the Edinburgh Fourth Road Bridge would be put on hold due to funding difficulties with financiers. We've got more from that from our field correspondent, Peter Wellington. Good evening, I'm Peter Wellington, and I'm down here at Edinburgh Fourth Road Bridge, and I've personally had a word with Peter McIntyre regarding the financier difficulties faced by the Fourth Road Bridge contracting crew. And Peter, can you tell us exactly what has been going on down there? We've we've heard some news that there were some difficulties this morning and that Prime Minister David Cameron will be involved. That's right, that's right. As far as we know, and uh, you know, things are being quite secretive down here. It's difficult to get uh, any concrete information, but indications thus far suggest that there has been difficulties and more on this tomorrow morning when the Prime Minister arrives. That was that wasn't too bad. That was that was probably the best I could uh, the best I could do. And then you would have to. Then I guess he would have to do. Uh, uh, Peter McIntyre, Fourth Road Bridge, signing off. Maybe something like that. 
my uh, my good friend uh, Deck, his uh, his girlfriend works for the BBC, and uh, she's mad to get on TV. I assume to just to, to do that kind of shit, which would be fun, but man, like, God, it, it's pretty, it's difficult, and I'm just, I'm not even under any pressure, and I can't string a few sentences together, so, who knows, it does seem like a kind of a fun, a fun job, I'd rather do something like, uh, less serious, and, uh, cause, man, you're dealing with some heavy shit on the news, uh, also seems like the news is uh, it's a difficult one you know what's somebody's deciding what's newsworthy especially these days when uh, the internet is just it has fucking everything so when you've got your normal news TV show of whatever it is a half an hour um, you have to decide what's newsworthy and what's not you know, if you've sent Peter McIntyre the whole way up to Edinburgh, uh, you're covering the story. But maybe meanwhile something else interesting happens and Peter's otherwise engaged. But anyway, that's uh, that's probably about enough for today, Wednesday morning podcast. You know, a lot of people ask me, how do you deal with a Wednesday? And I like to say, that's a good question, first of all, and thanks for asking. But the way that I deal with a Wednesday is with a level of ferocity that not many can recognize. It's one that's covert, one that creeps up in the shadows, one that remains in silence waiting for the moment to strike. And when that moment comes, the strike comes hard and swift in a manner that is both equally terrifying and mesmerizing. So... With that being said, I'm going to get off the motorway and get myself in line for a day of pretending to work. And uh, I'll see you back here for the next installment. Be good, stay safe, and be strong.